Yeah, I've, I've watched a couple of those old 60s series in in line when I've had the opportunity, and it's interesting. Have you watched the uh, Rob Zombie newest uh, I've not seen that yet. film? I, I've not seen that yet. I've heard mixed reviews. I've yeah. started it. I think I want to watch it. I don't know. It's okay. Like it, it didn't really. Hey, there was there was just such a with with the original show. Like Fred Gwynn and Al Lewis had worked together on Car Fifty Four, and Al Lewis is yeah. The chem, the chemistry was was wasn't as great. Yeah, uh, I mean it was a nice it was a nice homage, you know, or uh, you know tribute to the uh, the original stuff, but I mean. You're not. You're not going to beat Fred and uh, and uh, what's her name? Lily. Oh God, uh, uh, Lily. I, uh, I can't think of her name. Um. Yeah. Gosh. She was actually. She actually cried the first time they put the makeup on her. Yeah, because didn't they, didn't they back off a lot of the makeup on her too? N- not. Not so much. Um, they did end up having to lighten her wig a little bit. Apparently, her wig weighed like twenty pounds. Uh, but she, she cried the first time they put the makeup on her because she she was like a big deal actress before she took that role, uh-huh. and she felt like she put the makeup on. She said, "Like, oh my god, it's come to this. I have to do this to make a dollar." That uh, yeah. Well, I mean, but what be awesome? Well, and that's what she realized. She realized. As they as they got into the first couple of episodes, that it was a strong character, and they were telling good like, yeah, it was campy and goofy, but they were they were telling good stories. They were they were teaching lessons, and basically the people who were watching it were seeing something good. Um, right. So like she she came to terms with it because of the material, but like she was really upset because she was like a, a silver screen beauty. Uh, what is that, Yvonne DiCarlo? Yes, yeah, that's Yvonne, Yvonne DiCarlo. And she was she was pretty sharp. Well, and then there's that commonly photoshopped uh, her head onto some chick's body. Yeah, that too. Oh, as you should, as everyone should. And then uh, you know they they switched up Marilyn's on us after 13 episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Because uh, somebody wanted to go get married, right? And last I heard, Butch Patrick is uh, dealing with sobriety again. Wow! Fun fact: uh, Butch Patrick actually fell off the wagon in Philadelphia doing the Preston and Steve show. <coughs> wow! They sent. They made him the grandmaster of their Halloween horror parade. Wow! <laughs> Are Preston and Steve still doing their stuff? Like I know, I know, ninety three three recently got rid of a whole bunch of their people. They're still there. There was a big shakeup. Uh, MMR was purchased by Beasley Media, uh, and uh, yeah. um, they've Beasley's had them for a little over a year, and they got rid of some. They got rid of their overnight staff. Well, they they, and they let it all yeah, go to machines they're, doing it. They're they're now no longer the only station in the country that has the they they were for a while the only rock and roll station to have full overnight coverage by humans. Uh, yeah, they no longer have that. 
they let Jackson go. Jackson had been... That's right. They got rid of Jackson. Jackson had been on the air there for the better part of 20 years. Wait, does that mean they got rid of Jackie Bam Bam? No, Bam Bam's still there. Holy shit. Bam Bam's still there. But no more Jackson's uh, iPod? Robert, Robert's leaving. He's still, he's retiring. He may be retiring soon. Because um, yeah, I think like this is like the last year they're going to do uh, him broadcasting uh, Alice's Restaurant. Uh... I don't know. If, I don't know if that was this year. Um, I haven't heard anything specific about Pierre's retirement, but uh, I know that they were. I've seen bits and pieces about uh, about it. Like I said, I like, thought I heard something that his contract like negotiation. His his yeah. last contract negotiation was a little strained. They didn't want to bring him back. <laughs> but uh, I I think they're going to be hard pressed if if he doesn't leave on happy terms. They're gonna they're gonna see they're gonna have hell to pay in the ratings. Oh yeah, no, they'll they'll get crucified. Dude, he's a beloved Philadelphia staple. Yeah, if, like I said, if they if they if they do if they do him dirty and like just you know, I mean, it's, one day he's not, one day he's not there. Like that that's gonna yeah, that's gonna just leave us really terrible taste in Philly's for, mouth. And for the past twenty some years since they since Preston and Steve came over to MMR, that's that's filled a major par- portion of their day. Preston and Steve then. Yeah. And then Pierre and yeah. Preston and Steve have the, you know, they have the whole black listener thing where yep. they've, they've got this group of black listeners and, yep. and some of that even carries over into Pierre because they've, they've become aware of this, this character that's on after Preston and Steve and they stick around. Yep. It, Pierre's just, he's the, he's the biggest cheerleader for the city of Philadelphia oh, and, yeah. and, and he's just delightful to listen to. If you like radio, you know. Here's the thing, though. When I <clears throat> Pierre might might you know find his might find his like uh, gig in a podcast or something like you know mm-hmm. going and taking taking the leash off because the thing is is with when you're listening to music radio, all you want the DJ to do is shut the fuck up and 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 play music. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean if and you there listen are so to Pierre, many times you know where I've been listening to 93 and I've been just like, God damn, shut the fuck up, Pierre. Just play the fucking song. Because, you? <laughs> you know, I'm... <clears throat> and uh, But then I find when you're listening to like talk radio, you know there's not a song coming mm-hmm. and you're actually like paying attention to what the guy is saying. Yeah. You're tuning into... Like, I never tuned into 93 to hear Pierre. He was always just there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... Uh, I like John DeBella better anyway back in the day. But anyway, uh, DeBella, uh, DeBella was the original. Yeah, he he the morning zoo that was I think he was like back when you know, one of the one of the one of the original shock jocks. Oh, definitely. His big teeth. He had teeth before Baba Booey had teeth. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know. So I um you know, I, speaking of podcasts and radio and all that, just since we're Shooting the shit here. Yeah, I uh, I was listening to uh, one of my favorite podcasts, the Adam Carolla Show, and he was interviewing like um, I'm not going to Mar- Mar- Marty Marty Thompson, a guy who used to do radio in L.A. that he used to listen to, you know, back in the, Adam Carolla listened to back in the day. So it's like you know Adam Carolla like interviewing like not one of his idols, but I, something right. like that, and. Um, he he said, uh, you know, just in passing, they were just kind of joking, talking. It was very good. You know, highly recommend the episode. 
but one of the things the, the guy had said, uh, he's like, one of the, you know, really the, the thing that you should do is just, you know, pick a top 10 list for radio. It's talking about radios. Pick a top, pick a top 10 list, any top 10 list. It doesn't really matter. Read the top 10 list and then open up the phones. And, uh, and basically no one will agree with that top 10 list. And, uh, or nobody will agree with, you know, everybody will have somebody that they, 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 sh- they should have put on it. Everybody will, you know, yep. or, or disagree about the order and you just get people to call in. Like that's, that's the magic of the show. And I started to think about that. I mean, you know what? That really d- depends on actually people listening though. So there has to be somebody live while you're doing yeah, it. Yeah. There has to be yet. somebody on it's the other feed- side. Of it's the, the feedback uh, loop of, of terrestrial radio that, that makes it that. Yeah. 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 No, that's the difference between, you know, what this show is and, and what, yep. you know. Now, if, if we, if we were absolutely had to listen and people were catching us live more often, I, I, I think we would have a different feedback loop. Oh, I do too. I think we'd get there. I think we would, you know, get a listener pool pretty quickly and pe- people that would like, you know, look forward to it. it would, you know, yeah. So, Hey, yeah. if you look forward to listening to us, you can look forward to your Wednesday night. We do our a block live on YouTube every Wednesday night. We start about eight 30 uh, go till sometime around nine, nine fifteen usually, and uh, it's fun. And we it talk. Is. And if I thought you were out there, I would turn the phones on in the A block. <laughs> yeah. Well, so there you go. Um, but just one of the, you know, one of the thoughts I had is, you know, trying to trying to get listenership to the show and. Uh, you know, trying to come up with different ideas. And I, you know, I think promoting before we do the show. Yeah. Might be a good idea. We, we, we definitely need to we work some, into. some promotion but, uh, from, from Thursday on, um, yeah. talking about things to promote. Uh, we are working on booking someone that, that you asked me to reach out to, uh, still waiting to hear back. Yeah. Uh, he can, he can take a little bit to respond. Yes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stress on that too much. Okay. Well, then I'm. I'm. I'm going to stop putting off the booking that I'm trying to get. I'm going to reach out and see if I can't get Troy, mm-hmm. uh, also known as Aunt Mary Pat DeSabatino. Uh joined us uh, in our first year and was a was a great interview. A lot of fun. stayed stayed through the show with us, and we had a had a really good time that night. Uh, so I think I'd like to have him back. Absolutely. Um, huh, but we do right now, speaking of, you know, things that we do, um, not speaking of anything, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's late. I don't know why I'm, well, speaking of things that we've done on other shows, uh, yeah, we have, uh, we have adjust the tips from our own, uh, Stanley McFadden, or are we waiting to see if he pops in? Well, we'll see if he pops in, but we can go right into just the tips. With Stanley McFadden. Number 20. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Media Virus Podcast. It is I, the one and only Big Daddy, bringing another episode of Just the Tips. Episode 20. Do you like sex? Do you really like sex? 
So here's the question. And this applies to all of our listeners, regardless of your, your preferences or orientation or whatever. Do you actually like sex or do you like sitting there or laying there and getting fucked? There's a difference between the two. If you say, I like sex, then what that suggests to your uh, partner, your intended partner, is that what you like is a, a mutual sharing of giving and receiving pleasure. If someone tells me, I like sex, and then they just lay there, starfish or pillow princess or however you want to phrase it, whether you want to be cute about it or not, kind of equates to the same thing. If you're not an active participant in the sexual experience, then saying, I like sex, is kind of a bullshit statement, and you should probably amend your words. If you do say that you like sex, and what you want to convey to your intended partner is the fact that you like sex, then not only should you be participating, but you should be actively engaged in pleasing your partner. Otherwise, what you like isn't sex. What you liked is to get fucked. We all like to get fucked. We all want to be able to just sit there or just lay there and have someone else do all the work. But don't be fucking lazy. Don't be a starfish. Don't be a pillow princess. Don't bullshit your way around the bedroom. If you're in there to have a good time, then make it mutually beneficial to both parties. And be clear about what your intentions are and what your preferences are. Episode 20, Meta Virus Podcast, Just the Tips. This is Big Daddy. Happy fucking. An actual happy fucking. Not happy just laying there. Happy, mutually intentional, concerned about the other one's pleasure. Fucking. Try it. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with your partner. And get to fucking. I'm out. And that was just the tips with Stanley, Dr. J. McFadden. It was funny. We had a listener. And then, see, do you really like sex? Or do you like laying there getting fucked? And as soon as he said fucked, he disappeared. <laughs> huh. Uh, you, you would think, you know, you'd think that would be a reason to stay. But, uh, there you go. Not everybody likes to hear about getting fucked. Not everybody likes to hear about getting fucked. Okay, but, uh, whose mom there. do you think it was? <laughs> Probably mine. <laughs> Matthew, you're so vulgar. Matthew, Matthew, why, so. why do you say the f word so much on your show? This wasn't even me, ma. It wasn't even me this time. I don't know what's going on. Matthew, why does that big black man always talk about fucking you? It's <laughs> <laughs> not what's going on. It's not what's going on. I've heard the show.
You know, um, he uh, really, really wants to rail against laziness. Yes. Yes. That's really, I think, one of one of his one of the torches that uh, Stanley's really picked up and and ran with. Mm -hmm. One of the common themes. Don't absolutely. Be, don't be lazy. You know, it's a it's it's a joint venture, and it's it's there for it's there. To, everyone's there to have a good time. Yep. You know what I mean. And uh, speaking of joint ventures, um, uh, I know I've mentioned it in the past. I have an archive of all of the Just the Tips episodes that we have aired on our podcast. And I've considered, and I, I do believe, especially now that we have the website, I'm going to break Just the Tips out into its own standalone podcast. There you go. And... And get those lined up and 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 let them fire away so, as their own standalone. Nothing, show. nothing but the tips. Yes, just nothing but the tips. Just the tips. Nothing but the tips. Just the tips. Oh, that's that's something to look forward to for everybody. Just the tips coming to uh, to their own. Po Are you going to release those as as like episodes on uh, the media virus or? Not on the media virus, but I'm going to do it on the media virus podcast network. Uh, ah, you could go to www.themediavirus, where all of our network content will live as we expand the network. There you go. That's where to find it. Mediavirus.com. All right. What else is, uh, well, you sent us a TikTok, Matt. I did. You did. Oh, yeah, no, let's no. see that. Let's see that TikTok. So let's. It is uh, so obvious. We need oh, liberal yeah. policies. It is almost literally 2023. And everyone who disagrees with me is wrong and stupid and dumb. <laughs> yeah, you would say that. No, it's so obvious we need conservative policies because I'm terrified of change. Everyone who disagrees with me is wrong and stupid and dumb. Hmm, excellent points. Excellent points. People who walk diagonally across parking lots should be sentenced to death. And there's too many goddamn Canadian geese in this country. We need to send them back. It is so odd. Okay. I mean, honestly, I think the death penalty has been reserved for way too few crimes. Like, there are so many crimes where if we just sentence people to death... I, I made a comment. Uh, a slow... Slow, painful death. Did he? Did he? Uh, like that? Anybody like that? <laughs> Go oh. down a little bit. Let me see my comment. Nope, nobody liked it. Man, there you go. I, I Canadian like it. geese are allowed back next year, but they need to cross legally. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just see like a parade at at the border? If you got a problem with Canadian gooses and you got a problem with me, I suggest you let that marinate. <laughs> That's another terrific show. Letter Kenny. Did you ever watch that? Uh, Letter Kenny. Love that stuff. I've Shows not, but I've heard great things. What's that? I, I've heard great things. I've not I've not watched. Oh, I that's that's highly suggested. Yeah, I, you know, grab some popcorn, get 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 a couple of sodas and 
make make an evening of it. it it's wonderful. Well, since we uh, only have one TikTok from Matt this week, uh, I suggested earlier that we would do some TikTok roulette. So I'm going to go over here. This is actually uh, a TikTok that uh, that Big Daddy sent to one of our uh, one of our chats today. <laughs> it, it smells like bitch in here. Oh, there's the bitch. <laughs> Thought that was cute. I did not see that today. I uh, it was my first day back at work, and I have been extraordinarily busy. Um, mm. You know, at work. So didn't get a chance to. You do you you don't understand the self restraint that I that that I don't send. Every TikTok I fucking see. Right. Yeah. There's a yeah, lot. Of, there's a lot. Yeah. I, I feel. I feel you on that, Maddie. Didn't we get you hooked on TikTok? Weren't you like against TikTok before you started with us? Me? Nah. Nah. Not me. Not me. I recognize. No, I, I I go into regular like TikTok holes like during the day where it's nothing but TikTok for like an hour. I think I recognize this guy here. I think this is a comic that I've... My doctor recommended yep. that I get a colon cleanse. So let's go. Rising up, back on the street. This is the coolest sign I've ever seen. The misconception here is we don't suck anything out. Okay. Okay. It's, the water flows in naturally. Um, just like at home, you're not supposed to push when you poop. Some people that are constipated, they tend to well, do I've that, been doing it wrong for a long time to, then. I push a lot. Okay, so it's a tube. It's not a needle, correct? correct. And the <laughs> tube, the part that I'm going to take on is... There won't be poop on the table. We don't sit in it. We don't touch it. We don't play in it. That makes yeah. me feel a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> you know that point when you're making mac and cheese and you get the pasta boiled... And then you got to cut the envelope off and you get to squirt the cheese into the, the pasta and watch it melt and then stir it around. It's kind of like, like that, except for your butthole. Y'all can talk as much shit as you want. I, I really don't care. I feel like a different fucking human being. I watched a Snickers bar float down a tube and come out of my body that I ate in fifth grade. You say what you want. I feel fucking incredible. My doctor recommended that. Woo. <laughs> Alrighty then, he's funny. I've seen him, uh, yeah, a lot of places, and and he's a funny mm -hmm. guy. <laughs> he's got like a whole like troop of guys that he hangs out with that are pretty funny. Yes, yeah. Uh, Uh, just trying to find something. Well, you got anything else? I'm just looking for something that looks fun. I'm going to send you a TikTok right now. Okay. You send me a TikTok right now. All right. Done. Sent. Boom. All right. So. This I kid, this kid, I think the only reason he gets away with half the shit he does is because he looks mentally challenged. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wait till you, wait till you see this kid. All but, right. So, where did you send that, Matt? Uh, to your 
Well, I hope I sent that to you. I thought I sent, didn't I hear it go to your thing? I heard something. I'm just trying to see where, oh, I think this is it. Just you, yeah. There you go. There we go. There we are. Have you seen this kid before? I don't think so. Okay. POV, I am a transgender person working at the post office, and I am rather knowledgeable. Let's begin. This is ridiculous. Do you have any idea what it's like to lose your package? I did. POV, I am a transgender person working at the post office, and I am rather knowledgeable. Let's begin. This is ridiculous. Do you have any idea what it's like to lose your package? I did. POV, I am a transgender. <laughs> wow. But his whole TikTok is just as offensive as that. And, um, uh, just, just chef's kiss on his, uh, I think this is a second account that he does with his friend, but I, I belong to his first account and it's, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, I'm, I'm looking uh, to see what that, that brought us in the, uh, in our room. Yeah. Transgender person working at the post office and I am rather knowledgeable. Let's begin. And he's going to run in the back there while I... This is ridiculous. Do you have any idea what it's like to lose your package? I did. POV, I am a transgender... So as soon as we find out who you are, trust you will be dealt with. Period. So as soon as we find out who you are, trust you will be dealt with. Period. So as soon as... Okay, that didn't turn out as well as I thought it would. No. I thought it was... Because uh, I can't really see it that well. I thought it was this dude that I follow, and I thought he got a new dog. Suave Xavier? N no. Um, I think he's I think he's listed as schizophrenic hippie, but he's got real long hair. I wasn't paying that much attention. But the, he had a dog, and the dog is trained to acknowledge people as they walk in, as they as they come up to him. He's trained to acknowledge them. And it's trained to do something else. So if he's talking to one of his, because he's schizophrenic, he has right. hallucinations. So if he's talking to, he can count on his dog. To tell to, him who's really there. To tell him if that's a real person or not. Right. And if the dog's not paying attention to him, then that, there's nobody in the room. You know what I mean? Um, that's where I thought that was. And I was like, that's. So this guy that I'm, I'm about to show you, he goes by Suave Xavier. Um, he's got gorgeous Dobermans. And they're very well trained. In fact, I've been I've been watching these and trying to figure out exactly how he signals this dog to release because his this dog's ability to stay is a is amazing. My dog cannot stay to save her fucking life. Yeah, neither neither can mine. Like he like as soon as I say stay, he lifts his ass off the ground and looks at me. <laughs> But what? Show your dog you're the alpha. Bro. I'm the big dog. Show your dog you're the alpha. But he, there's a, where's the one I was looking at the other that day? That one didn't look very. This one. One thing I absolutely love about Knox is no matter what, I can open his door, he will not go out. I mean, I can go out. But he won't go out. I mean, I can even go up here. You feel me? Check me out. 
He won't go out. It's my dog. Good boy. Good boy. Tell him you ain't going nowhere, big dog. Give me some. That's my dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. <laughs> One thing I absolutely love, but I, this dog, I, he's he's got the the stay down. I I just can't see what his break command is for him, because it, he's just so smooth at. It's with his hand. It's got to be. It's with his. It's a hand signal. It, and it's got to be well, the hand that he's know. not using. I don't know. I'm thinking that Doberman was was like. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna let you think that you've got me under control. Tell dad, your or that dog I'm, a that secret. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna tell you a secret. And then that dog was like, "Fuck you, Dad. Watch this." <laughs> <laughs> tell your dog a secret. <laughs> Just watch the look of the dog's face. <laughs> tell your dog. All right, well, I'm uh, kind of tired, man. Yeah? Yeah, thinking about... Uh... Well, I'm cool with that because uh, my we've got plans with the grandbaby tomorrow night. We're going to go see the lights up at uh, Longwood Gardens, so I'm going to have to do the A block tonight. So, Hey, how long... Um, how far from here is Longwood Gardens? Uh, can it? It's... Uh, you're talking maybe half hour maybe yeah, right. yeah half hours yeah that's right up right, right up route 52 it, is, it a, is it a christmas lights display yeah they have christmas lights all over the uh longwood gardens is a is a garden uh but, yeah, but they have the there's lights in the garden and then they have a have beautiful displays inside the conservatory the tour um make a reservation buy an advance ticket otherwise you won't get near the place no, I'm aware of that. My uh, Ryan's mom has tickets okay. for Sunday for yeah. him and you know for for them and him. Right. Um, and we're actually like altering uh, transfer plans. Right. For him. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I just kind of. It's funny that you brought it up, and I was and I was wondering. I guess there's, it, it, their 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 tickets are for like one or twelve thirty or so twelve or some shit like that. Yeah, because a, a good portion of it's inside this conservatory, which is an, an enormous building that they have plants growing in. It's oh, like wow. it's like a giant greenhouse. It's amazing. Oh, that's dope. So it's not like a it's not like a different experience because it's during the day. Because I remember when I went to a Longwood Gardens Christmas thing, it was mostly outdoors. It, the lighting, yeah. I mean, they they yeah. do lights on the trees and stuff. But if if you don't go into the conservatory, you're really missing because they do a lot of beautiful Christmas trees and and different things in there. There's a like there's a reflecting pool where they've uh, one year that I was there, they they floated cranberries in it. it was just it it was really spectacular. A friend of mine's uh, partner is actually the one who did that. Okay. And yet, well, who did what? Flo who set Cranberry. up the the whole credit? Actually, I think it was apples. They they did uh, apples. They did, apples it was, it was, was last all, year. It was it, it yeah it was it was the all the apples in the floating in the pond or whatever pools that are inside there. 
So why why uh, did they do that? It they well they put them in designs like I guess they look like Christmas trees or something. It's a it's a uh, visually yeah uh, visually striking display. What and is yet, their job that they do that? They work at Longwood Gardens as a exhibit or whatever designer. And they come up with these ideas of, you know, things to put together. Like I said, they put all these apples floating in there. I in want this. to talk to them on I, the show. I'll see if I can, you know, get in touch with them. Do, do it's been a little yeah. while. It's a, it's a wonderful time of year to reintroduce yourself. Hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, I'll, can, I'll, I'm, I'm not going to promise anything. I'll see if I can track down uh, the, the... Hey, Merry the, Christmas. I do a stupid show, and this yep. asshole wants to talk to you. Okay. Speaking yep. of that stupid show, I'm going to end it real quick so that we can continue this conversation where we're not boring the hell out of everybody. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this has watching. been the Media Virus Podcast. I'm Professor Wait, Mike we didn't, we didn't even talk about me selling bodily fluids. Well, you're right. You're right, Pete. Uh, it, it, never mind. We'll, do, we'll talk about it next time. Well, I mean, how many people, how many people paid you for that bottle of urine? <laughs> it wasn't urine. You mean to tell me they paid you for the good stuff? Well, I mean, defines what you mean by good stuff. <laughs> I wasn't talking <laughs> about your baby batter. <laughs> that was now. See, there was a whole conversation between me and Pete. He's like, "Guess what I did today?" And I'm like, "I don't know what you fucking do." Now, right before this, well, not right before, but the 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 message before, he said, "Hey, what'd you do today?" He sent me a link to Audible. No, no, that was that was from like. A week or two ago, that was an accidental pocket dial. Okay. If you looked at the date stamp on it, because I no, was I like, understand what? that. I, I get that I was, was November. Like, I, was, I saw I that like, was a was different date. Asshole. Just let me explain this, okay? I saw that it was a different date, but you, you know, the last thing you sent me was this link to Audible. So that, and then, and then you say, "Hey, guess what I did today?" So my first S was, "Did you subscribe to Audible?" Right, then okay. you're like, no. And he told me the first two guesses don't count, so I was like, all right, subscribe to Audible. Oh, did you, you know, did you masturbate today? And you're like, no. I believe what I said was not yet. That that is that is what you said. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, okay, next one counts. Right, and I said, oh, did you, you know, buy a piece of equipment? Was my First real guess, because why else would the fuck would you ask me? Hey, guess what I did today? Right. And then uh, what I said was, well, what I did, uh, I should I should be able to afford a new piece of equipment with what they paid me. <laughs> right. And I'm like, so um, I'm like, oh, did you get a job or win the lotto? And then he goes, not exactly. <laughs> So then my guess is when did and you? And then star? I said, you know, this is this is a whole lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. With, did you, know, you star in a porno? Did you start in OnlyFans? Did you have <laughs> a mold of your asshole made for homoerotic sex toys? Did you have a vagina installed under your dick for easy fucking? Matthew's mind is is amazing she, when when you give him free reign to just guess. 
And then he goes, well, if it paid lucrative, lucratively, and I'm like, I don't see how that would pay lucratively. And then he responded, research. And then I said, she's, he's like, this is more fun than I thought. And then I said, I swear to Christ, Pete, this better be interesting. <laughs> and then I'm like, what's the most boring fucking thing I can think of? Did you get approved for SSD benefits? He's like, I sold bodily fluids for money. So you did jerk off today. <laughs> and I told him, and I was like, well, they don't buy no. blood or piss. And I guess, and then I asked him if he sold one of his eggs. And I and said, apparently, you can, a Pete can sell his blood. It's a hundred bucks a shot. And, uh, well, right, right now, no, actually, it's not, it's not a hundred bucks a shot all the time. Right now, there's a promotion, apparently. Ah. That you get paid a hundred bucks for each donation, uh, or uh, each yeah, each time you you donate platelets, uh, yeah, you get a hundred bucks. Uh, what what do you mean platelets? Do you like? Is there a reason your blood? It's is good? Uh, well, it's no. I mean, it, uh, is it platelets? Whatever uh, they separate, they separate the it's plasma. They yeah, want the plasma it's, part it's, of your blood. It's the um, it's the COVID infected. Well, the if you've had COVID, your plasma can be used for uh, convale convalescent plasma infusions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, plasma. The pla they explain it. It's plasmapheresis. They take your blood, and then they separate out the plasma part, and then they give you back what's left, mixed with some warm saline. It's, it's quite wonderful. And uh... hey, look! There's Big Daddy. Hey, joining us is our BBC correspondent. Big He's guy. like, what the hell are these guys talking about? No, apheresis is the process by which yes. plasma is uh, donated, split, spun. I am a double or triple platelet donor. For whatever mm. reason, I donate. Whenever my, my single donation uh, gives double or triple the amount of platelets and plasma per donation. So you got you got you got the really good juice, huh? Got the good shit. You can get yeah. three hundred dollars for that. <laughs> get a lot. No, apparently, 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 you can right now. You can get like a hundred bucks. But they said uh, there was there was like a weight class. If you depending on what weight class I was in, it it could go down or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, that but that's if there was no promotion. They were like, yeah, you, you know, it goes from like sixty dollars. Uh, down to like forty dollars or whatever something. If and I was like, shit, you know, like I just lost fifty pounds like over the course of a few months. I was like, shit, you mean I, I might not, I might not get top dollar for this stuff, you know? And they assured me no because I I got in on the the they're running a promotion right now. I guess they they're they're just trying to give people an incentive to come in and do it, you know? So. Whatever I was, my 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 roommate was like, "Hey, you want to go do this?" And I said, "Yeah," because I got this really busy schedule of doing much of nothing, uh, sitting around, you know, recovering from back surgery. So uh, yeah, we went over to this place and uh, sat there and got uh, questioned. I mean, they they asked some pretty. Uh, pointed questions on I mean, you know I'm, i was i was waiting for them to pull out like the the, the bare light bulb you know because they were like drilling you on on certain things 
but uh, mostly butt that never stuff, happened. right? Huh? Yeah, like a lot of butt stuff. A lot, a lot of questions on your butt activity. Yes, there is a lot. There are a lot of questions on on your 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 butt activity. Your your you know who are you, uh, you sharing like- bodily fluids with? Activity. Didn't I send uh, an article about that? That uh, butt stuff, maybe? probably. An article on butt stuff. No, an article on uh, it was how somebody was going to change the guidelines. Yes, we we actually have done that story in the past. Have we? Yeah, and and those guidelines are are being eased apparently uh, for homosexuals to to um, donate. <laughs> so there you go, Stan. It's going to be easier for you to donate. <laughs> they're they're realizing that monogamous homosexuals are less of a risk than originally thought. Oh, so here's a question for the room: uh, <clears throat> What do you do if the girl that you're with is a, a solid eight or nine in general, but when you're having sex? Her, she moans, and her voice is really deep. And she moans loudly, and she will moan to completion, and it's really loud. Now that's so she's face. so she's a ten, but she moans like the Allstate guy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh. Yep. What's that guy? What's that guy's name? Uh, Deep Voice Jones. Um, yes. <laughs> no. So, token darky. I don't know. No, no. He's done lots of. Uh, he's a, he's an actor. He, yeah. He's done I lots watched, of good stuff, dude. I watched him in a in a in a movie on Netflix, and I swear to Christ, every line he said, I just went, "You're in good hands with Allstate," because it's all I could hear. <laughs> You're like once good, you know, like once you, with yeah, his state. voice is so recognizable. He's, yeah, he's got a very recognizable voice. All right, so if yeah. he, but, right, okay. but when she when she comes, that's that's the voice, full on moaning, like like are we talking like losing like erection like while it's ha- while she's having? It sounds you know? like that tortoise. <laughs> oh. Uh, Stanley missed it, but we were uh, we, we yeah, played a video it. in the B block of tortoise having sex. <laughs> two giant tortoises. Two giant tortoises. Oh, I've seen that. I and there you go. That. So that's all right. So around the room, Pete, she's she's a 10, but she comes like the all-state tortoise. Do you still do it? I can't believe it's taking them that long. <laughs> and it's loud. I mean, like the first time, uh, you know, (laughs) I'd probably question myself, but like the next time I'd just probably wear some earplugs. I mean, you're talking about she's a 10 to look at. Okay, Mike. She can't be deeper than me. Uh, the Allstate guy is pretty fucking deep. <laughs> she can't dude. be deeper than me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> now, here's my question. Do that's you talk the line. Do you while you're jerking off? Sometimes. Like, and I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stanley. 
Stanley, she's uh, a 10, but she comes like the Allstate tortoise. Just once. Just you're one and done. One and done. Okay. All right. I, I feel like, I like I said, I would, I, I would have to get some sort of noise canceling device or something until See, I could line up something better. I'd be torn yes. because she might give me great hang time. That's true too. <laughs> now here's the thing, but you got to You got to give her a number. You got to give her a number. So she's a ten, but she comes like the all-state tortoise. Uh, she's now a seven, six, six, a six. Yeah, she's a ten. Looking at her, but but when she comes, she she comes down to a six. Eight, if I can have the hang time. Hmm. Now see that's. See the other thing to consider is that your 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 neighbors. Don't your neighbors haven't seen her, <laughs> but yeah, they can they hear. Only, her. That's okay. They only exactly. So what? Yeah, but hear, if you, uh, I, problem solved. Fuck her in the window. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> See <laughs> that? That there you go. Fuck her out the window. <laughs> just just so you can be like, see, you know, okay. like in your face. All right. How about this, guys? Let's yeah. Would you rather? You guys want to play a game? Would you rather? Sure. Sure. Let's play. Would you rather? Would you rather punch a baby fucking hard as you can? Yes. (laughs) And nobody (laughs) didn't even didn't even wait for it. And nobody knows it. And nobody knows it. Nobody will ever know that you punched this baby. Or you don't punch a baby, but everybody thinks you punched a baby. Do I get to choose the baby? Good point. Excellent question, Big Dad. Yes. I'm punching the baby. Yeah. Fuck it, that baby. If I get to punch if I get to choose the baby, I I, I might punch a baby. I'm punching I'm, I'm, shit I'm totally yeah, I'm totally I'm totally with the punching baby. Because there's always an asshole baby somewhere. There is always an always asshole. Always an somewhere. asshole baby. It's true. It's true. And okay. Nobody and nobody's gonna know. You can tell the asshole babies because their parents look like they're ready to just jump off of something. Mm-hmm. She, uh, okay, she's a 10, but she puts the balls of her feet on the toilet seat when she takes a shit. And doesn't wipe off the footprints. Right. Wait, how do I know that that's what she does? You've walked in and seen her. Hmm. But you got to, the balls of her feet, so she's, you know, like, kind of like hovering over the toilet, shitting into the toilet. Yeah, I, I got you. And she has it, to. There was no squatty potty available, so she she improvised. You know what? I, I, I'm going to still count that. I'll deduct one point for the weirdness, but I'll give that a nine. The reason for that is because if she can hold that position with that kind of strength, balance, dexterity, then chances are that bitch can ride. And if she's still a 10 and doesn't have any scars, you know she ain't fallen yet. She didn't fall yet. Valid points. Right. She didn't fall off. So balance, dexterity, strength, that chick can ride a dick. Yeah, that, that, that that just took her up to like an 11 or 12. I, I'll knock. The, I, I personally, I will knock down one point for weirdness, uh, because I don't know what other kind of weird shit she does. If that's how she goes, bad. Yeah, you got a good point. You 
I feel like uh, if you're in the bath, if you're in the bathroom the same time she is, you you know her pretty well already. Yeah, I'll deduct one point for weirdness, but yeah, yeah, yeah. she's but a ten. A she's a ten, but has a poop knife. Mm. Ooh. See, this is a problem. <laughs> okay, do I? How do I find out about the poop? Like, do I discover you were putting away the dishes? <laughs> no, that one doesn't go there. <laughs> no, you, 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 open, you open the dishwasher and there it is. No, you find uh, out about the, this is how you find out about the poop knife. You ready? This is how you find out about the poop knife. She. Stan! Spending, the first, the first time she spends the night over your house. She asks you, "Could you bring me your poop where knife? Your poop knife where, is? where? Where is your? Poop where knife? is your poop knife?" And that's uh, because she knows that this is she's not. This isn't going to flush. Where's your poop knife? And she's and and so so the first it's almost a confrontation. Like she comes she comes out at you and goes, "Hey, I can't find your poop knife. Where is it?" And then you look at her and say, "Whether I don't Get know, out you of might, my house." Now, see, you at this point because we've discussed things like this, like a poop knife's an old conversation for us. It's old hat. You oh. might, you know what okay. Mean? I, I'm again. I'm only going to deduct one point for weirdness because because here's my rationale. If she has a poop knife, let me rephrase that. Her coming at me trying to find my poop knife means that she has a poop knife, which means she uses a poop knife, which means she's used to a, a full coiled cobra sitting in the bowl, which means this bitch can do anal. I don't, does it translate like that? Because. You know, it's I've had I've had the, I've had this theory. I've, I've explained to you that I I probably I don't feel like I would enjoy, you know, man on man sex because I don't like taking big shits because it hurts, right? So by that theory, but everyone's explained to me that's not that's not that's not how it works. So listen, I'm a gentle lover. Okay, you you would learn to love it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Now, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> I know your schedule's a little different than mine, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll take one point for weirdness, but uh, the bitch can do anal. So a 10, a ten, but she has a poop knife. Um, and she's Maybe. only a 9 to you. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'll take off the point for weirdness. Mike, she's a, she's a ten, too. but she's a ten, but she needs a poop knife, and that's how you found out. Uh, just based on the way the the uh, that this comes out, I'm I'm gonna have to take her down to an eight because uh, you, you can't come at me like that. Sorry. Mm, that's a good point. True. There's a lot of attitude. Don't come at like don't come at me with that. You don't have a you know poop knife. Um, How come you can't reach around and hit the flusher when you need to? Well, maybe it all comes out in one long. Which means halfway through, you got to start 
flushing that bugger down. Pete, I, I can tell you some stories, but it, it, it can't be on air. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, attend, but if she comes at me looking for a poop knife, uh, I'm taking her down to like a five. Taking her all the way down. I'm way down. No, I, I can tell the story. Uh, I'll tell it. I'll tell it gently. I'll edit it a bit. Gently. Uh, there is. Where, where's the disclaimer? The names have been changed to, to protect the innocent. There is a woman that I dated who had the largest, both in diameter and in length, shits. I have ever seen in my life. Like her shit was so massive. I had to question one, if I did it. And she two, left it for you to inspect. Because it didn't flush. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he got called in as the amateur plumber. <laughs> right. So I had to question, like, did I do this in the middle of the night and not remember it? And the second thing was, I had to question if there was another dude in the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was that. Like, it was start, start checking all the closets, you know, like, you know, I would have been a baseball bag. Did a I silver bag sneak you, in here and have a poop while I was asleep? I legit asked if she was okay. Like, are, 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 you, are you okay? Like, something's wrong. Bitch, something's wrong with your ass. Literally your ass. And and afterwards, I said, why, why, why aren't we doing anal? If if you can do this, <laughs> I I feel like there's an easy answer to that, but you know, she doesn't want to blow the O ring out. <laughs> there's something that's holding that back at some point, right? <laughs> you know, there there is the argument that that is an exit only. You rub that yeah, thing against I, I the mean, grain, it might loosen up. I mean, just a ginormous girthy shit. I mean, it was oof. That, it's it oh. Mm. Big Nursey has seen some shit in his day. But Apparently, that that was a oof. Mm. I, I can I can count on zero fingers. How many times I've seen my ex-girlfriend's poops? <laughs> like, well, that's good. That's a good record. That, yeah. that is a good record. You, you, you've never been. Uh, I can count the, the, on zero, zero fingers, zero hands. You know. Yeah, I've I, I've been called into the room for plumber duty before. Who? Now, and now, have you ever had to put your hand in shit, Pete? Huh? You ever had to put your hand in shit, Pete? Ever have to? No. You ever have to reach into a fucking septic tank, Pete? <laughs> no. You ever have to fucking do that? No, I've I've inserted a plumber's snake into, you know, a a full commode. Has your father you ever know. rigged you with a rope and lowered you into a shitbox? <laughs> no. No. no, thank you. Thank, uh, and thank told you to hurry that. up so that he could lift you back out. No, thank Have the you. Have you ever had a on a full body condom? 
Wasn't no, that I just, you know, what movie, listen, what movie, you, you know, what movie it's was one of those from? things. It's, and, and honestly, you know, I was just thinking how this, this show, we, like, I just kind of like, oh, we're going to talk about some bullshit, you know, whatever. And then, you know, Big Daddy comes on and starts, I don't know, we just fucking shit up completely. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and I was like, up. I was like, you know, oh, I was like, everything's got to get raunchy, like you know. And then I was like, well, you know what? People should talk about their shits, you know, movements. Bowel movements is a normal part of humans. Human, right? Human it's experience. a normal part of life. It's something that you have to deal with. Sure. You might as well make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I think I think more people should be conscious of what they're. You know what your turd should look like outside of there's America. Like prescri- there's like a prescribed way your turd should look. Yes, there is. You know what I mean? You should go. And I know up. that way too intimately. <laughs> outside of America, shitting is not it. Not the private experience that we enjoy. No, no, no. There, there's a lot and of places I mean, that there's there's no dividers. You just kind of hang out and shit together. Uh, uh that's that. Uh, what is it, Johnny English or whatever, with uh, Mr. Bean? You ever seen that movie? Uh, there are communal communal bathrooms. Yeah. No, that and, and like I said, that, there's a scene in there where they're they're in this at this castle or whatever, and it's got a communal bathroom. And yeah. He goes in there and or no to sneak into the castle, he has to climb up through the mountain and winds up crawling up through so, you know one of the one of the seats in a communal bathroom, and I'm and it's kind of like, dude, are these dudes sitting next to each other pooping? Yeah, <laughs> you so. Know? Apparently so. My grandfather was was in the Navy uh, in World War II in Korea. And when he was, uh, I think it was Korea, he was on the Wisconsin. In a battleship, the the men's room that it's adjacent to the racks where everybody goes to shit, shower, and shave, down one wall is like this box that is, you know, toilet height. And it's got seats, it's got a hole on it every so, so often. And you just sit down next to your buddies and, and, Go ahead. You always make sure that the prankster is not at the head end because they don't flush like regular toilets. There's a constant flow of seawater that that blew through as the ship was in motion. So the guy at the top end, if he was a prankster, would take a roll of toilet paper and light it on fire. He'd douse it with aftershave and light it on fire and drop it so that it would run down and he could watch everybody do the wave. <laughs> All I could think of was like a shit rolls downhill or runs down. Oh, yeah, they they would dazzle roll toilet paper Whoa. with aftershave, light it, and let it go. Nice. <laughs> that is diabolical. It is right. <laughs> Navy must have been fun in the fifties, I guess. I guess. <laughs> According to my my dad, enjoyed it. He always tells story of the Navy. Back in you know he was in Korea. My dad going, you know, I wish I'd have, I wish I'd have run video on my dad. I wish I'd have understood the unique person that he was and like him trying to convince the people at the Kia dealership that he should get a discount because he fought in the Korean war that (laughs) freed South Korea, which gave them the ability to make the Kia, right. Right. When when did this conversation take place? In two thousand and eight. <laughs> uh, 
And there's no joke. I, I'm not kidding. He did that. He, yeah. he sat and he's like, I should get a discount. I fought in Korea. Look, <laughs> did. Oh. You know, we were, uh, oh, this was the best fucking thing. You guys know what H Mart is? H Mart is a chain of Asian grocery stores. Okay. Where you can buy, you know, Korean food, Japanese food, uh-huh. you know, all the, all the things. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I we made plans. I've been trying to take my, you know, go visit <laughs> my parents a lot more and and try to do things with them. My dad's in the chair, you know. And um, we're we're gonna take them to H Mart, and we're taking my niece. It's like a big family thing, and uh, you know, where does your dad live? In Edgewater Park, New Jersey. Okay. All right. So it takes us an hour to get there. So we go there and we get, you know, collect the family that everyone's going to go. And, we, and the old man comes rolling out. Now, he, my father, does not wear baseball hats, does not wear them. Right. But he has two hats on display in, in his room. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing one of them from the ships that he was on. From the ships he was on. That's right. And it says Korea War Veteran. Right. And what, he's gonna, he, what, what he ship is, did your pop sail on? I I want to say the Indianapolis. Okay. I don't know why I want to say that. I think it might be because I've seen it a million fucking times. No. I will find out. I don't know. Because uh, the Indianapolis sunk the war too. Oh, yeah. Well, that would change things. Um, but... Uh, and he was so he was like he was just ready to go to the you know Korean Mart with his Korean and you know all the women um in the in the troop mm-hmm. thought this was so fucking terrible that he wanted to wear his you know his Korean War veteran well hat and he wasn't um, trying to I kept, intimidate like, I kept anybody. I'm like he. he I'm on the right side. I mean, <laughs> like you know, I mean, yeah. They they leveled every every. There there was not a, a building left when when the U.S. troops pulled out. <laughs> there was none. But you know, it was for you know freedom and democracy. We're the good guys. Don't forget it. We're the good guys. Right. Yeah. So sure. did he wear the hat? So he just he just no. They made no. Hat. They uh, the, the the women the women decided to take it off and wouldn't let him wear it. Uh. He has a hard time fighting, but I I got him something for Christmas. It's gonna change that. Ooh. I got him a Damascus. <laughs> you know what a Damascus is? Uh, type of blade. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a it's like an axe. Head, but the handle's in the middle, so you can just wield it with one fucking hand. Oh, well, yeah. well actually, no. actually, is Damascus is the type of steel that it's made of. No, that's a rocker knife. It's a Damascus rocker knife. Right, Damascus is the type of steel that that knife is made of, oh, not thanks. the not the design. All right, then it's a rocker knife. There you go. Thanks, Pete. I, I just don't want you to look silly saying it's a Damascus knife. 
Pete, do you think anybody's fucking watching this stupid shit? No, but I don't. No. I don't want you to go so around. Whole, no, you I want you to look what? smart so when you talk about it. What's the difference, Pete? All you did is make me look like a fucking asshole in front of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some heroes don't wear. Never mind. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Maddie. <laughs> and it's not no, all heroes. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to make you look stupid. I'm trying to make you look smarter. If you let me. <laughs> How does you correcting me make me look smarter? Because you won't do it again. <laughs> Not this time, Hopefully. next time. Hopefully you won't do it again. Not this time, next time. This says one-handed rocker Damascus Ulu knife. There. Okay. Okay. The, the type of knife, it is an Ulu knife. It is a Damascus Ulu knife because it's made of Damascus steel. Look it up. That's the knife I got from my dad. That's, that's a cool looking knife, though. Yes, that is it is. Cool. Yeah, I feel sorry. I for actually, I actually, I actually watched a. a no, a show my, my my literal thinking is is that like because like sometimes like I without thinking, you understand what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. without thinking, mm -hmm. I'll give him food. Right. And he can't cut it. Like he can't. Like it's hard to cut oh, with okay. one knife. But with that, he could, you know, rock it back and forth and yeah. cut it. And he, plus, he's going to threaten my mother with it. It's going to be great. <laughs> the whole family would get involved. You know, we're all going to get involved. It's the gift that keeps on giving, really. Somebody's going to take it away from him. You're going you're gonna to get, you're gonna, you're gonna get a phone call from your Oh, yeah. Mom. No. My, dude, it's going to be the most fun. So you're going to be like, why did you give him that? Because it's fucking hilarious. That's why. I, You know, I was... I, I, because I stress because I don't know what to fucking get him. You know what I mean? Like, because it used to be you just got him tools. Right. He didn't He didn't golf. He didn't play softball. He just worked. You bought him carpentry tools. You bought him electrician's tools. You bought him mechanics tools. Whatever tools, you know, you thought. He needed I, to be, I go through this all the time with my know, father needed too, replacement. You just got him tools. And that's, and he would get me the tools that I needed. You know, that's what's what we did for each other. And then, you know, but then with the stroke and everything, like he's not, he can't. Use his tools. He can't, you know, do the things that he loved gardening. You know, he's having, he's, you know, uh, my brother's been able to equip him with a, a raised garden platform so that he can, mm -hmm. uh, you know, grow things. He grew a nice big fucking eggplant, you know, so he's still like gardening is shit that I can do. He might even, you, you know, that, that Ulu knife. Might come in handy, you know, gardening. He might cut something or, you know, it, I think it's, I think that's something that's going to sit like sheathed right next in his, in his seat cushion and he'll be able to pull it out <laughs> and threaten people with it. You're going to, you're going to get a call. Yeah. Your father's down it. at the police station. I guarantee it. He pulled his Ulu knife when the, you know, when the nice lady at the grocery store asked him if he wanted something. <laughs> Dude, my dad fell out of my dad fell out of his bed one time. My mother had to call the ambulance to come help because oh, my geez. mother can't pick him up. Right. So my mother calls the ambulance and the cops show up. Cops come when you call the ambulance, right? And uh, it's a small town, also. And uh, my dad turns to one of the cops and says, "She hit me." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh. oh, you're dead. Your dad's a merry prank. And my mom heard it and she's like, that's right. I hit him. Lock me up. And she's like following the cop out the door. <laughs> Take me with you. And uh, mm. my, the cop told these like, uh, Rita, I'm sorry. I don't want your paperwork. That's what, she, that's what the cops how, how many How many times have the cops been out to your parents' well, house? I mean, it's one of those things where like my brothers and sisters grew up with the cops. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, all, like everyone's much older than me. Like, and they, the, the, my, my parents are staples of the, I wouldn't say staples of the community. They've just been, they've been there so long and had so many kids that caused so much trouble that almost everybody knows them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my brother was a troublemaker. My sister was a troublemaker. My other sister wasn't so bad. You know, but then I was the asshole that always went out. I was always getting beat up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. So. I had mentioned my grandfather sailed on the Wisconsin in Korea. And this is a picture of my grandfather and four other sailors on the deck of the Wisconsin when it started to snow, building a snow lady. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, that's my... That's right. Uh, hang on. Let me get my annotation tool. Oh yeah, look at that, Anthony M. Pico. Yep. Is your grandfather still alive? No, no. He sadly he he is not. He's been gone about twenty one years now. He would be a hundred and five. He would have been one hundred and five this year. Wow. But that's uh, that's my Bob dad's right ninety one. <laughs> yeah, a uh, pop that went much younger. Yeah, pop went back in for. Uh, for Korea, he he was on the Betelgeuse or Betelgeuse in uh, World War II, which wow. uh, was a supply ship in the South Pacific uh, that spent a lot of time either stuck, broke down, or wor getting worked on. I, because uh, I my my father tells this story of being in the Navy, and when you. When you cross the equator, yeah, did you hear a, this story? The, I I know there's a ritual. Go ahead. There's this ritual where they take like all the garbage that's been on the ship, and they lay it out on the deck, and all of the like new ones. Like if you've never been across the equator before, right? You have to crawl through this muck and shit, and then at the end of it is a big the, the cook is the big fat guy. And he was King Neptune. And when you go through, and you got to go through like this tube, he talks about this tube that he had to go through. It was all filled with shit. And you come out and you get smeared into this guy's belly. And the whole time before you go in the tube, you're, you're being screamed at that you're, you're nothing but a polywog. But then when you come through the tube, I might be completely fucking this up. Are you, you sure you, he wasn't in like a cult? Because that no, doesn't. No, they, right. There's a number no. of different rituals that they do, but this is this. Woo. I've definitely heard so, this be, before. When you, before you cross the equator, you were a polywog. After you cross the equator, you were a shellback. Like you, you, you got your, you got your balls, so to speak. You got you. You were a, you were a true seaman because yeah, you crossed you're the real, equator. Real sailor because you've crossed the equator. Yep. Because you crossed the equator. And uh, there was this long, this ritual. And I would just, I would love to have, like, to watch two dudes talk about, like, that. So that's a story that you've heard, too. 
I, I've heard similar stories. Yeah, there's there's a there's a number of rituals that they they do for different. I'm sure things. they just come up with every what's the worst fucking thing we could come up with. Yeah, pretty much. You know, to what what do we got? Well, you know, we we got a bunch of garbage. We can make them crawl through that. Okay, well, let's make them crawl through the garbage. That's good. I'm, I'm gonna have to ask my dad what's the worst thing they made him do in the army because my father was in Korea in the army. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna have and, to ask uh, him. I'm gonna have to ask him like, what's the worst thing? Like, you know, hazing ritual. Has your father he, ever talked through. about his military service to, with you? Not, not, not very much. He doesn't talk about it very much. The only thing like I can vividly remember him talking about is about the the guy that he had to share a foxhole with, who they called him Rabbit, and they called him Rabbit because. You don't shit in a, in, a, in a foxhole, but he would every once in a while he would leave the foxhole, and he he he'd just take a walk. And apparently he would he shit in pellets out of his out of his pant leg, and that's why they called him Rabbit. You know, hmm. that's sad. and so like I said, and that's like yeah, my father doesn't talk very much about uh, about his military service. I mean, I, I would he talks about. Just Driving the, word, big the trucks. words army and foxhole, I would imagine that was a pretty pretty significantly terrifying experience. I've <laughs> seen pictures, like I've only seen a few pictures of him when he was in uniform and uh he was his job was uh manning a 50 caliber machine gun. Uh and there's a couple of pictures of him standing, I think, on the back of a uh, a deuce and a half, you know, a six by six, whatever, yeah, you know, a truck. Um, but like, again, like he doesn't talk, he doesn't talk about it very much. No, I, yeah, my like, we didn't hear much about my grandfather's military service. He didn't. There was, there was a couple of happy stories that he told, but that was it. Yeah, yeah dad, like dad, dad, dad's pretty smart. tight-lipped. Do you think he? Th- How old's your dad? My dad is. I want to say going on 85, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to, I know. Okay, yeah. Yeah, dad was, uh, dad was drafted, did his service, and came home. That's a... That's one of those like you, you you're just like a 17 year old kid, and then all of a sudden you're yeah that's yeah. that's pretty much you know hit my my dad and his in shit my dad and his uh and his brother Johnny do you think they called it the shit or was that like a, a the suck you know like what where the suck is uh I don't know if that's a, a new phrase or a new term that that came up in the last like yeah but I know like in in uh, like Full Metal Jacket they were like the shit they would call it yeah. the shit you know yeah. And just, I, I couldn't, I fucking, thank God I didn't have to. <laughs> I should have joined, though. I should have joined up. I should have gotten the discipline. I should have died in battle and just be done with it. So that's what should have happened. <laughs> but no, we're here doing the Media Virus Podcast. No, here, yeah, here yeah, we're, we're, we're here, you know, talking about weird stuff on the, the Media Virus Podcast. So what's going on in the world of uh, Big Daddy, man? What's, uh, what's uh, going on Big shit. Big, big shit. Yeah. Oh, poop knives, okay. big shits. No, but how's the uh, crazy, how's the, crazy how's ladies? The troop? Uh, troop is going well. We are gearing up 
for uh, next show is probably looking at February, I think, 11th. And I decided, me personally, uh, I am going to start training to compete in powerlifting. Whoa. Powerlifting. Well, so in, in, in order to compete, you have to be able to lift a thousand pounds divided into, or, or let me let me rephrase that. To consider yourself competitive, you need to be able to lift at least a thousand pounds amongst three lifts: a, a squat, a deadlift, and a bench press. Uh, and my three are well over a thousand. I know it's arranged by age group. So for my age group, apparently I would place well if I competed. So a combined weight of, a, of over a thousand pounds over the three lifts, right? Correct. Okay. And you'd be competing with the old motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so I can beat a bunch of old yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to be there cheering you on because we are old motherfuckers too. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we can we I can I can beat a bunch of old bastards. I got that. Sorry, my my uh, my. How my, many my, times my, do you have to put it up though? Just one, uh, three. You get three attempts, as much as you can lift. But here's the thing. So I I tell them what I'm going to lift on all three. If I miss the first one. Then I'm done. You're, you're done. That's it. If I make the first one and I miss the second one, then what counts is that first one. Uh-huh. So either you make it or you don't. And then the make third it, make one, it, or, make it or break it. Make it or break it. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I may not be able to watch this as as my hernia is screaming at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I will, I will, I will definitely root for you indirectly. So, is there is there so, a competition coming up? Is there like how does how does the like what is so the it turns scene? it turns out there is no uh, organized powerlifting federation in Delaware that I've been able to find. However, Maryland and Philly both have them. So. Um, Either this weekend or next weekend, one of uh, Philly has one, and Maryland has one within the next few weeks. So I'm going to go down and check it out and see, you know, whose dick I got to suck to uh, get in there and get my name thrown around. So you're going to have to go on like a crazy diet plan and all kinds of supplements and stuff, or no, not not no. powerlifting. Not for powerlifting. It's not the same as, Body, as, as bodybuilding. bodybuilding. No. So bodybuilding is concerned with like chiseled form. And, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah that's, powerlifting I mean, is just put that fucking weight up. Okay. Yeah. Just so what I, up, what I do personally is I do both. I do some of the strongman and then some of the, uh, of the bodybuilding because yeah, I want true. to, you know, be big but also be strong. And you don't necessarily uh, want to be misshapen. Right. Because I like to eat. 
Mm. And I, I can't do I can't do that strict diet and and yeah, I'm not trying to look like the rock. I just want to be big and lift heavy shit. Anyway, so when I have more details about that, I'll let y'all know. Cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, so we all got some of them I look forward to. We got the improv thing and the uh that's in February. Would you say that would be an interesting uh an interesting little segment, actually. What's that? Because you could because I imagine as members of the press, you could actually cover that event. We possibly could, yeah. We'd just have to find out how to get press creds. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm a l I I will do some some investigation. Do you have like a trainer and stuff lined up, or no? So when when I can actually go to a meet, I want to meet some people and you know start making some connections. Uh, see, like I said, if there's a dick, I gotta suck uh, to get either. I, see, I I don't know. I just don't have a lot of information. I, I think I might have to be affiliated with some sort of group to compete. I don't know if I can just waltz in there, no training, no sponsor, no coach. I mean, I know, I know, I know yeah. somebody, I know somebody who's a competitive bodybuilder uh, mm-hmm. and he just got his pro card and then went to, I think it was the Mr. Olympia. Yep. Mr. Olympia he, just passed. Mr. Mr. Olympia um, and placed, I think overall placed like sixth. Something like that right. in his in his class. His name's uh, Eric Abalon. Uh, he was a bouncer at Bar Thirteen for a while. Really nice guy. Really like if you look at him, you're like wow. Like and he's super like he's a bodybuilder. He's super jacked, you know, mm-hmm. and regimented and always going to the gym, whatever. And when you talk to him, you think you're going to talk to this just like stupid muscle head like no dude's mm-hmm. dude super intelligent really nice personable you know almost shy mm-hmm. like around women which is crazy because like weird but um i could ask him if like if he knows anybody that does powerlifting you know and if, if if he has any you know uh which we call ask him ask him if he knows anybody that does a podcast that would want to talk to him I can ask him if he'd <laughs> like to come on the podcast too. Oh yeah, you could do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Itchy. All right. So, huh. guys, it's late. We're all caught yep. up. And we're yep. still broadcasting. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, I think it's time to bring it home, Mike. What do you think? I think you're right uh remember you can always get in touch with us here in the media virus podcast by dialing one six four six virus zero one that's one six four six virus zero one or you can head over to themediavirus.com and get all of our contact information and email us and, and catch us on socials and all of that stuff um short of that i'm professor mike latouris on behalf of big daddy grease monkey pete and our fearless leader maddie rock Def. Coming from to you live here in Uncle Butch Studios, this has been the Media Virus Podcast, and we'll join you again next Wednesday night for our A Block at 8.30, live on YouTube. Peace. Don't need to try it again.
Never, never going to like that taste in my mouth. <laughs> and that's the show. Don't need to try it again. Never, never going to like that taste in my mouth. <laughs>